A couple got married on a plane in midair to avoid COVID restrictions. The chicken wing shortage that's gripping America is serious. And a smart toilet recognizes your butt and analyzes your poop for diseases. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a closet. I got some weird stories from around the world, as I usually do, and I'm glad you're here for them. Let's go and let's do it. A couple got married on an airplane with 150 plus guests in order to avoid COVID restrictions. Yes, they were committed. They went out and rented an entire commercial airline and got married in the midair just to avoid the restrictions. Because they would do anything for love. I apologize for those of you who can't stand my singing. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I mean, and I admit there's there's singing, whether that's good or not. But then there's a meatloaf cover, which nobody enjoys. So forgive me. What's the name of this lovely couple who are clearly wealthier beyond my imagination? A couple hired an entire plane to get married in front of their 161 total guests in an effort to avoid COVID-19 restrictions. Rakesh and Dakshina from Madurai, or Madurai, India were desperate to tie the knot, but with COVID lockdown restrictions and social distancing measures in place, they came up with an alternative plan for their big wedding day. The pair had their ceremony on board a flight from Madurai to Bangalore over the weekend. The flight took off from Madurai International Airport at 7 a.m., despite the guest list far exceeding the state government's stipulated 50 people for such gatherings. Oh, I see. So you're only allowed to have 50 people at your wedding? They were like, how do we get around this? Well, you're allowed to have over 150 on an airplane. Hmm, how do we do this? (laughs) Video footage shows the flight absolutely packed to the brim with guests for their wedding. The couple stands at the front of the aisle, exchanging their wedding vows. I mean, this photo is tremendous. A packed plane with all your friends and relatives. They're doing it, man. They are doing it. Hey, if money is no option, absolutely. Hell with it. Because the rules are silly, right? You can't have 50 people outdoors at your wedding, but you can get on a jam-packed plane and on a domestic flight in India. That just makes no sense. I mean, all of these rules are filled with contradictions. And most of the rules regarding the behavior surrounding COVID are not doled out by, by scientists at all. They're doled out by politicians. So some of it makes zero sense scientifically or biologically, etc. These people were like, hell with it. We're rich. Let's just get a plane. It's like, hell, we're rich. Let's get married on the space station. You can't enforce your COVID restrictions on the space station. The groom can be seen placing a traditional ornament around the bride's neck while attendees cheer and shower them both with flower petals. Oh, it's beautiful. Rakesh and Dakshina tied the knot just as the aircraft hovered over the Madhuri Manakshi Aman Temple. Following their onboard wedding, the couple headed to a hotel in Bangalore. I'm sorry, I'm I'm screwing up all the names of these Indian cities and places and temples. Uh, They had a small reception at the hotel. All of the guests had allegedly taken and passed a PRC test before boarding the flight. However, many guests opted not to wear masks or maintain social distancing for the special occasion. Police are reportedly looking into the matter and deciding whether or not to launch an investigation over their COVID-19 violations. Screw you, Indian police. Leave them alone. Unbelievable.
Just because your rules on land are stupid doesn't mean you got to ruin this beautiful wedding that took place high above your land. I like what they did. I like when you have enough money <laughs> to take matters into your own hands. Not everybody can do this, obviously. But hey, if something is stupid, you know, work around it if you can. Now, one can make the argument that it's not stupid to restrict gatherings to 50 people in India. Well, okay, fine. But what about domestic flights? <laughs> you could have them packed. A packed flight's okay, but not 50 people gathering for a wedding. Like, there's too many contradictions to not say that that's stupid. I understand India is having an issue with their COVID. But, you know, if you're going to say you can't gather for a wedding or a graduation, let's say, then how are you going to let people pack a 200, 150-person commercial flight as well? See? Maybe you disagree. Call the show, 646-450-2012. A chicken wing shortage grips America. Oh, no, chicken wings. The soaring demand for chicken and chicken wings has resulted in wing shortages across America, according to the country's third largest poultry producer. Who is this poultry producer? Well, it's Mississippi-based Sanderson Farms Incorporated. The farm says it does not have enough supply to keep up with demand, despite recently picking up 40 million pounds per year. Here's a quote from Joe Sanderson, the CEO. We cannot supply enough wings for everybody at retail or at food service. Uh, Sanderson said his company each week ends up short 15 loads of wings for both retail and food service. The company plans to allocate wings to make sure everybody gets some. He says, noting that the combination of strong demand and limited supplies will cause prices for wings to climb even higher from their current levels. What are chicken wing prices right now? I'm glad you asked. Wing prices have already risen to $3.16 per pound for customers picking Sanderson's dock. This mimics strong gains that have occurred in other chicken products. Boneless chicken breast prices have climbed 236% since the fall. While tenders have spiked 77% as well. My goodness. I had no idea there was such a chicken shortage. Wing shortages are the latest problem to plague poultry producers who have struggled to keep up with demand that has skyrocketed with the reopening of the economy and due to a number of fast food chains having recently introduced chicken sandwiches to their menu. Sanderson Farms has considered building a new chicken plant to meet demand, but soaring material costs have put plans on hold for the time being. Here's another quote from this Sanderson chicken guy. It's not a good time to build a plant, chicken plant, any kind of plant. Everybody in the world is building right now, in case you didn't know. Lumber's expensive. Ain't going to be building no plant, no chicken plant, no nothing plant. Strong demand is only part of the equation that producers must solve. The chicken industry is also grappling with a labor shortage that has resulted in lower chicken wing production. My goodness, this is a chicken calamity. Suppliers are struggling to hire people to process the chicken placing unexpected pressure on the amount of birds that can be processed and negatively affecting supply of all parts of the chicken in the U.S. overall. Charlotte-based Bojangles is a regional fast food chain. Last month, they had to tell their customers they were temporarily out of their chicken supremes at some locations. Nearly a month later, the chicken tenders are still short in supply. No chicken tenders! No chicken wings. I haven't had a problem getting chicken, personally. Um, maybe my state is just filled with the chicken. Have you guys struggled getting a hold of some chicken? And, and, you know, sports go hand in hand with chicken wings. 
So now that we're gathering to watch sports, I'd imagine a lot of pressure on the chicken wing industry. I mean, what are we going to do when football starts up again, guys? Come on now. I'm going to be getting together and gathering with friends, and I'm going to have wings and beer because that's what I have when I watch football games. Where are my wings going to come from? I'm very concerned about this. Uh, I'm wondering if other countries are as crazy about chicken wings as America is. Can someone corroborate this with me? Give me some feedback. Like in Ireland, are you guys doing chicken wings? Is that happening? Guinness and wings? I'd imagine it could. While we're on the topic of chicken wings, let me just share with you my favorite chicken wing flavors. Uh, Of course, I enjoy hot wings, as everybody does. I'm a medium guy. I don't like to overdo it. It just takes away from the experience for me if it's too hot. I do love barbecue. Very plain. Barbecue's great. Uh, Honey garlic is one of my... uh, You know, of course, I have to watch out for the acid reflux. But, you know, the honey garlic probably can't have those wings at night. But during the day... If I'm watching a game, yeah, I can go all day with the honey garlic. What's your favorite wing flavor? Call the show or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Yay! Introducing the smart toilet that recognizes your butt, your butthole, and even analyzes your poo for diseases. Sounds helpful. Sounds like fun. Sounds expensive. Going to the bathroom could end up relieving your health anxieties as well as your bladder. According to a new study, researchers have created a smart toilet that can analyze feces and urine for various diseases and even some forms of cancer. The experimental toilet can also identify the users by both their unique fingerprints and even their anal prints. Did you know you have a unique anal print? (laughs) The researchers from Stanford University published their findings in a new study. 21 participants tested the smart toilet over the course of several months. Here's a quote from the lead researcher. The smart toilet is the perfect way to harness a source of data that's typically ignored, and the the user doesn't have to do anything differently. Just use the toilet as you normally would. The toilet used for the study was actually a basic toilet with high-tech motion-sensing tools attached inside the bowl. The toilet records video of the user's urine and feces. Wow, video of the urine and feces? I don't want to see that. So then they process this video algorithms that can determine urine stream time and volume as well as stool sample viscosity. The viscosity of your stool sample. Hmm. I'd imagine at some point if this becomes common, people will be sharing video of celebrities pooping. This could be this could be a thing. I got a video of Salma Hayek's poopy. Selling it for big time bucks on the dark web, perhaps. This experimental toilet also uses urinalysis strips to measure the urine's white blood cell count. That seems helpful. They can detect levels of proteins that best determine if the user is healthy or suffering from things like bladder infections, cancer, diabetes, or even kidney failure. The collected toilet data is stored in a cloud-based system for doctors to access later. One of the more unusual features of this smart toilet includes a built-in identification system that reads the user's fingerprints on the toilet flush handle and, even stranger, an anus recognition system. (laughs) How did they build that? Did they build an anus recognition system? Well, all of our anuses are unique, guys. It's like a fingerprint. You can pick them out of a lineup. (laughs) Do you recognize the anus that attacked you? (laughs) Do you recognize that anus that shot at you? Yes, it was that one. That one right there. That anus shot poop at me. The whole point is to provide precise 
individualized health feedback, so we needed to make sure the toilet could discern between the users. We know it seems strange, but as it turns out, your anal print is very unique. That was a quote from the lead researcher, Mr. Gambier. The anal and fingerprint scans enable users to be matched to their specific data, which comes in handy if more than one person is using the same smart toilet. While the toilet does take scans of the anal print, it does not share those images to the user's cloud or the doctor's. <laughs> that that makes me feel better. <laughs> but there's still video of your of your butthole out there, nonetheless, if you're using this toilet. And the article says, what's next? More participants in the study and the ability to integrate molecular features into stool analysis. And this is these are the things that they're working on. It's um it's the future of medicine, guys. You won't even see a doctor. You'll just take a crap, you hit a button, and your poop just <laughs> gets scanned and shot to the hospital, and then they tell you what's wrong with you. This is the future of toilets, guys. And why not have everything rolled up into one? How about an arm that's built into the toilet that comes out and injects you with whatever missing chemicals that you, <laughs> you need in your body? It's like it looks at your poo, determines that you need more B12, and then an arm shoots out and, and injects you with B12 right in your arse. You do not have to leave your toilet to get well. Hey, hey, thanks again for joining me for another episode of Weird AF News. I'm going to publish some phone calls after this. If you guys would like to call the show and give me some feedback or express yourself, the number is 646-450-2012. If you haven't heard about the Patreon, you should. I posted some stuff in there this morning. Patreon is a way to support the podcast and also get you additional weird AF content by yours truly. Wouldn't you like a video a video of me trying some strange potato chips from another country? Don't you want some bonus episodes? <laughs> Don't you want an MP3 of the Alligators Everywhere song? Yes, you do. Uh, well, join the Patreon for all of that. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the link. Uh, if you guys would like to follow me on the social medias, I'm at Funny Jones. Uh, I guess that's about it. I had a great time today. I hope you enjoyed the stories, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll do more stories. Send me some links if you come across something. My email's funnyjones at gmail.com, and I love to hear from you. Hey, Jonesy. It's Ed from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh thought you had a really great uh, podcast today, and I was... Uh, <laughs> This lady with the big buttocks. Wow, you better watch out because all those uh, that pineapple pizza and, and bagels that'll give you that that same uh, problem. But you know, the way she killed her husband was uh, pretty pretty ideal because it truly was an asphyxiation. <laughs> all right, have a good night. Bye.